Welcome to Plot Points with Amanda and Christian. Where we talk about all things fandom. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda. And I'm Christian. And today we're going to talk about character deaths. Ooh, very interesting topic. Uh, before we begin, consider this your spoiler warning. Any fandom we talk about is subject to spoilers because we're going to be talking about death and dying and are the deaths effective, ineffective, all that good stuff. So consider this your warning now. Yeah, make sure you, you catch up on all your your viewings, your readings, whatever, before listening to this episode. So character deaths, Christian, they happen. <laughs> sometimes they're effective, sometimes they're not. Um, I feel like this is another thing where I'm going to go very heavily into the writing aspect of it. But yeah. definitely feel free to, to chime in with communication stuff because I'd love to hear that. Yeah, so kind of why I was like, oh, we should talk about character deaths. I'm not going to name the TV show because you don't listen, you don't watch it, Christian. And it's, while we do talk about spoilers on here, it's one of the shows that like, it's still ongoing and it literally just started its new season. But there's a show I watched that just had a, a very... Uh, big character death and it's not a show that's known for doing a lot of deaths and I was completely completely caught off guard because there was no like lead up to it there's no cliffhanger nothing and it was devastating but it was a very um effective way to take a character out of the show because the actor wanted to leave the show um and I think the way that they're going to use this character's death to kind of drive the characters and the story forward is very very effective they're going to be dealing with it all season um so then i was like oh man we should talk about how tv shows and movies do that because sometimes a character death really does drive the plot forward drives the characters forward and sometimes it just doesn't <clears throat> all right well um i guess let me ask you this then what what would you consider a quote-unquote good character death and what would you consider a bad one? Like, what examples do you have for that? A uh, good character death is a something, a death that it makes sense with the plot that's going on right now. Um, so if it's a medical drama, it could be there's some type of catastrophe, like Grey's Anatomy and a plane crash, or something that makes sense. Like, it's not just, oh, like a, a soap opera, they fell off an elevator. Like, it needs to make sense with the plot. It needs to be true to who the character is. And it needs to, it needs to be effective in its emotional drive. So mm -hmm. it's, it can't just be, oh, they fell off a cliff. Okay, we're going to continue with the plot. Like, there needs to be some sort of emotional ramifications for it to be effective, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip so side, good. Flip side, a no, bad death say, yeah. would, yeah, a bad death would be the opposite of all those things. Um, it's just for shock value. Um, it could be because an actor wants to leave the show. And so instead of, and killing off a character when an actor wants to leave the show is a viable way to get rid of the character, if you do it correctly. If you just don't put any effort into it and just have them one day fall off a building because the actor wants to leave the show, that's not effective in my opinion. And if it doesn't carry any emotional weight, I also don't think it's it's an effective character death. Yeah, so you, like, if I understand correctly, so you think 
you need to have the emotional weight of it, but you don't need it to just be to pull on your emotions, right? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Yeah, like, I think I agree needs, with that. It needs to serve a purpose. It can't just be, oh, we're just going to kill this character because it's going to get a lot of response on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like one one example that that makes me think of is, uh, um, and they have a lot of good deaths in this universe, but Marvel, um, when they kill off, and again, spoiler warning for everything, <laughs> but I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, it's from Age of Ultron, you, you, you are really behind. Talking to you, Sarah, you shouldn't be listening to this episode, it's a friend of mine. Um, but in, in Age of Ultron, they kill off Quicksilver. And literally the only reason they kill off Quicksilver, it feels like, is that they want to have a death and they want to give Wanda something to be sad about. But then they... Did any other char major character, I know a lot of, um, I don't, I can't imagine that every single person in, where were, where were they... When they lifted the big, the big rock was levitating. Was that in Segovia? Yeah, that was in Segovia. So I can't imagine that every Sokovian survived that whole thing. Mm, I don't know, because in, in in Ultron they make it seem like everyone was able to. Um, like, well, they got everyone off the rock, but everyone like below didn't really dress at all. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. Civil like War, below the rock. Dress. Yeah, I can't imagine that every single person survived yeah i mean that's the um that was zemo's major thing when he was in um for, for civil war that was why he was at right. the avengers because his family was mm -hmm. killed and then uh the kid that tony stark was talking about who um went to sokovia to sort of do good in sokovia and then he got killed as well right so but other than that like any i i don't think there's any other major character death other than quicksilver no not um in age of not that i can think of really like side characters sure and i guess you could argue that pietro was a side character to begin with but i mean he was it was a character introduction but if you had i definitely wanted make, more of him yeah if you make that argument you also have to make the argument that wanda is a side character which yeah side which characters she could get their been, own tv show <laughs> well i mean she could have been for that movie and then they just made her into something bigger later on but uh but speaking of wanda um you then have Vision, who dies, who, to, I mean, I don't know if he's still dead with WandaVision. I don't know what's going on in, in the show. They don't really, they kind of have hints in the first two episodes. Um, I don't think Vision's actually alive, but I don't know. But when they killed off Vision, that actually had meaning for the story. And yeah, it's, it's shock value um, and a shock for Wanda. It makes her sad, but he's not a plot, in my opinion, he's not a plot device to make her sad. Versus I feel like Quicksilver is. I don't disagree with that exactly. I I can say though that maybe if Quicksilver hadn't died, she wouldn't have been as motivated to join the Avengers if he had survived. And I could I can see it being an emotional catalyst for her to do some of the things that she does in the future movies and a lot of the things that she does and the mistakes she makes drive the plot forward especially in civil war mm -hmm. i think also i think you touched on something so like 
yeah, it's a catalyst for her in both scenarios. But I think the big thing uh, might be that, like, what does it mean for the character dying? Because if you're just having a character, and it's this is kind of a trope, especially in like spy movies like James Bond, and it's kind of a sexist trope. Uh, like, there's the woman that the 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 hero guy is into, and then she gets killed off, and it like reinvigorates his revenge or his whatever to to keep the fight going. And at that point, the death means nothing to the woman. She just she was a plot, the a device. Whereas uh, in Vision's case, again, Vision wasn't just dying to make Wanda or even the other Avengers. Vision's death was a big, a big deal because he was protecting the stone. It was like his main goal for, throughout the entire movie. And the, the reason he was created in this place and the other movies. Um, and then in dying, he got the stone ripped out of his forehead and that's how he died. So the death meant something to him. It didn't just mean something to people around him. Yes, I think it can be both, though. So I another show that I'm thinking of that has a major character death is the show, this BBC show called Robin Hood. Um, and it's a pretty standard Robin Hood legend show. Has all the Robin Hood made merry and all the merry men, Sheriff Nottingham, all that. Mm-hmm. But in the second season, um, there's this big plot to kill the to kill King Richard who is off in the Crusades right now and the Sheriff of Nottingham and his henchmen actually are going to um, the Holy Land to go to kill him they're not waiting for him to come back to England and this whole big thing made uh, Marion ends up getting captured in the plot and they end up in the Holy Land and she ends up dying to save one to save the king of england but two her dying words are a taunt to the, the the love the love interest in front of her is not robin hood um it's like this one of uh the sheriff of nottingham's henchmen who is convinced mm-hmm. himself that he's in love with marion and it's a whole toxic situation and so she's standing in between him and the king of england who he wants to kill but and so he, she's protecting him, but her taunt to the henchman, whose name is Guy of Gisborne, is that she's never going to be with Guy because she loves Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, she's standing between the King of England and certain death, but her, her taunt is, oh, I'm going to go be with Robin Hood. And that's why she dies. He stabs her. And so she died saving King Richard. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of that trope you talked about where the the love interest dies and then Robin Hood kind of goes mad and like fights even harder against the evils in England. Mm-hmm. But she but you could make the argument that she died saving someone and that was important to her. And she also died standing up for the love that she had for the person she really loved. Yeah, I gotta I gotta stop myself before like judging situations like this because like love is a major it's it's kind of a it's something that we kind of don't care about as much anymore especially in action stuff but like the idea of love in a story is still a really good idea if you do it right so I don't I don't know if you're saying um, sounds like you're saying this is a bad kind of no like I'm this is a good one uh I'm saying I don't I wish the character didn't die Mm -hmm. 
and this is another situation where the actress didn't want to be on the show anymore. Gotcha. Okay. And so like, made Marion like killing off made Marion in a Robin Hood story. Yeah, is yeah. It's kind yep. of tricky. Absolutely. Any, like, even killing off Prince John, who's like the major villain, which we could talk about yeah. villain deaths, which I think are like a separate, but is is a they, big deal for a Robin Hood TV show. They did they did the best they could. They did the best they could in the context that they had, because you're right, like Robin Hood without Maid Marian is just, it's not much of a story. That would be a situation for me that like you would recast a character, the, the Maid Marian thing. Um, like I, I hate recast so much, but I feel like that's a situation where you could sort of just send her away in the story and then have her come back as a new actor and, and just like explain it away or just don't even address it. You could have, but these two actors had so much chemistry as Robin and Marion. It was so believable mm. that I don't know if it would have been better or worse than what they actually did, which was give him a new love interest, which the se- the show only ran for three seasons and she was killed in season two and it ended in season three, if that tells you anything. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, they did have her come back as like a a spirit ghost type of person in the end which was very it made up for a lot Mm. um I don't know that recasting her would have been any better I think that then this is why I say that it was a good character death even though I didn't particularly like that the character died because it was something that she absolutely would have done it was very true to her character Mm. um and it did move the plot forward because it gave robin hood even an even bigger drive to solve the injustice and the problems that were already going on it was just way more personal now Mm. um i just didn't particularly like that my favorite robin hood character died yeah that's (laughs) That's the thing that's tricky with making like a Robin Hood or like a King Arthur story is that like because they have an archetype like normally writing you have an archetype it's like the hero the the mentor whatever but in like those type of things the archetypes are the actual characters yeah it's very hard to sort of you have to have committed actors in a really good story to make it work and just because I didn't like the fact that my favorite character died doesn't mean that the show shouldn't kill them off which is yeah, I think, I mean, kind of a controversial of my, opinion, but some of my favorite character deaths are deaths that I hated, like that that like I I did not want them to die. I am still broken up about it, but they made sense for the story and they were good for the story. Like again, spoiler warning for Marvel, <laughs> Tony Stark is a big one for me because I feel like especially with the whole Spider-Man thing, like they could have done so much more. But at the same time, that's why like his death means something to that arc. Like it's it's a, it's sort of the end of that that father son sort of arc. Now Spider Man has to be a hero on his own, and it's this whole thing. So like that's something that I hated, but like worked so well. Yeah. But uh, so like there's definitely moments where like I don't like the death, but I feel like it's a good character death. Controversial opinion. Do you think that it, you've seen? Have you seen and read the Hunger Games or have you just seen them? I've seen and read them, yeah. 
is Prim is Prim's death an effective character death? Is it necessary? <sighs> okay, that one. Um, I think it is. So <laughs> going back to, I guess I, I, I guess I have to qualify my statement about earlier about um, deaths that just affect the main character. That's one of them, but I feel like that one was done well because it spurs her on to, I think, it, I mean, it's been a while, but to me, that was, if I remember correctly, that was her, part of her driving force to then killing Coin because then she realized that Coin was just as bad uh, as Snow. And also it sort of shows that Coin, that, that, that everyone can be infected in the war, not just like the side characters. <laughs> but like in a real war, it's personal and it made it personal for the reader, especially in a, in a book where you're reading through the main character's eyes. So I, by my definition, I said earlier it would be bad, but I think that one actually did really good. I hated it for sure, especially is one of those things where you, um, like Pinterest always has these little writing advice things that I find that sometimes sound good, sometimes sound like someone who has no writing experience wrote them. And one of them is how to make a character dead sadder. And it's just like, it's just focused on making it sad and not whether you should have it in the first place. And one of them is an unfinished arc and having Prim sort of trained to be a doctor and then killing her off is definitely falls along those lines. I um, don't, yeah, go ahead. No, oh. I don't know, just the more I think about it, the more I think maybe it's just situation by situation and I can't really think of a hard and fast rule, this kind of thing. I don't, I don't know, because I don't disagree that it's, a bad death necessarily and yeah it is the catalyst that helps Katniss I mean I think she could have learned that coin um orchestrated the the hovercraft attack by some other means by saying mm -hmm. because the, the way she finds out about it is um she's having a conversation with President Snow and Snow tells her that I did not do that and she's like, she flies off the handle. She's like, you're lying. And Snow goes, well, we don't lie to each other. And that, as horrible as President Snow is, that is one thing that is absolutely true is he has never lied to Katniss. And mm -hmm. she knows that. Um, but I don't know if she would have had that intense of a conversation had it just been faceless and nameless children and that died if it had to do be you her think, sister. Do you think... Katniss just being the character she is do you think she still would have killed coin had she learned had prim not been there but the event still happened and like she learned that that coin still killed children I do mm -hmm. same so that's one <laughs> of those do. things oh, okay continue you said because what I do because nobody that she loved had died yet when she flung the arrow in catching fire when she flung the arrow into the top of the dome no one had died yet and mm -hmm. that was a moment in which she probably she probably thought she was going to die because it's you know this huge electricity storm right connected to her. your thing yeah um i will say no one she loved outside of the games had died yet i'll correct myself on that i think people she did care about had died in the games but her family no one they were still all relatively safe, as safe as you can be in Penem and all of that. 
So she had a lot to lose and she still did it because it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think she yeah. ultimately would have done it because it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. And But I think, so this is a situation where I think Prim's death doesn't necessarily affect her actions. It affects her emotions for sure. I mean, that's the literally the whole entire reason she fought in the Hunger Games was because of Prim. It's like she she fought to protect her sister and now she's fighting to avenge her sister. That's it's a whole arc thing or whatever. Um, but I think Prim's death was more for us. Like it was it again being especially a book be where it's a, a first person. Like reading that and having Prim die. Yeah, she's gonna she's she's gonna take out Quinn because she killed kids regardless. But having Prim die makes it personal for us. I think this is what it is. So the emotional response is not. They're not looking for emotional response for the character. They're looking for it for the audience. So I think that's why I like it a little more. Um, where was I going with that? I lost my place. <laughs> I, th- I mean, that might be it. But I think basically the big the big takeaway is kind of. Um, is who's the emotion for? Is it if, if you're doing a death for just the emotion, or not just for the emotion, but if that's a, a huge focus, or is the emotion you're trying to get for the character or for the the audience? Maybe that's I, I'm having I'm struggling to find a hard and fast rule for this kind of thing. <laughs> I, I feel like I've sort of given one in every other episode, but for for character deaths, it's like really difficult to think of okay, when is it appropriate, when is it good and effective, and when is it kind of just, why did you kill that person? Yeah. Um, Qui-Gon Jinn, going back to Star Wars a little bit, effective or not effective, good or bad? Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> Liam Neeson as a Jedi is something I would have loved to see more of, for sure. If um, we had... I my, I don't know, because my opinion is if we had Qui-Gon Jinn as a Jedi, you can kiss the original trilogy. As, as in the context of a story, goodbye. Like, you're going to have to find another way to get there. Because You, you don't have, think he would have turned the dark side no, with Qui-Gon? No, absolutely not. I, I mean, could Qui-Gon talk for an hour about that. Oh, and we talk, that's, that goes back to the... Um, to the sort of motivating other characters, because like not even just Obi-Wan, but I'm if I remember correctly, I didn't actually see all the Clone Wars yet, but I don't know if they touched on this in Clone Wars, but I heard somewhere that the whole reason Count Dooku even left the Jedi was because of Qui-Gon's death. Like, it was a main catalyst for that. Because he was his master. Uh, they don't touch on it in the Clone Wars. Um, that may be something that was canon and is no longer because Legends is a thing and Disney gotcha. Star Wars is complicated. I don't, they don't, I've never seen it touched on directly in Star Wars, like can, canon Star Wars media, but mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. I will um, say Qui-Gon as, a, as an entire character for me, as a kid, I mean, right now I love him just as a character and as a kid, definitely. Like, again, Liam Neeson is Liam Neeson and having him in Star Wars is great. Um, but looking like, looking back now and watching the original trilogy, it kind of takes away again, I've talked about this before <laughs> for me, for me, it takes away from what Obi-Wan said, because he said, like, he thought he can train Anakin better than Yoda. Um, what I was saying was, yeah, it takes away from what he said in the original trilogy, because 
like in in the prequels it, it turns into just this dying wish for his master which has its own emotional stuff or whatever but it kind of takes away from what he said where he said he it was hubris like it was pride that made him want to teach anakin whereas now it's not hubris it's not pride it's just I made a promise to my master that I'm going to do this and Anakin's a chosen one and I believe that so let's let's train him yeah so as a character I, like he was kind of I always could talk about I could talk about that whole thing for an hour but yeah that's that's actually I think that should be another podcast topic sure um <laughs> that'll be more of a debate for sure so is so is Qui-Gon's death effective yes yeah yes but it kind of, it almost feels like a a character that should be really established and like have this whole story is just kind of a one off but yeah it feels like if, oh, if the if the objective is to get Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader and Qui-Gon's death is part of how you accomplish that, then yes, it's effective. Yeah, for me, it just kind of feels like, it feels like his entire purpose was to die, to show us the Sith are, are evil and And that's dangerous. why I'm hesitant, that's why I'm hesitating to say it's a good death, even though like I, literally... I think it's effective because in my point of view, anyway, if you have Qui-Gon live and train Anakin, Anakin doesn't turn to the dark side. And I have many reasons for that. And I'll tell you about that later, but if that's your objective, that's the entire, that's how you, the pre, why the prequels exist, showing what, how Anakin turned from Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. And so to get there, yes, Qui-Gon yeah. has to die. So. Although I, I've seen many YouTube videos that uh, talk about, <laughs> the, and this is all theory anyway, but like talk about what if Qui-Gon turned to the dark side, we could, we did, and he was already on the outs with the council. I don't know. I feel like if he were still alive, he'd be more of an Ahsoka character. Again, I don't know all about Ahsoka because I haven't seen the Clone Wars, but you're on the right track. It feels seems to me like he'd be more of that. Yeah. You're on the right track. I know enough spoilers to know she leaves the Jedi Order because of crappy stuff in the Jedi Order. So who's to say he would turn to the dark side? Maybe he'd just be a white lightsaber wielding Qui-Gon guy. Um <clears throat> for him. They definitely leaned into the shock value. Like they they were not shying away from like, we want you to feel this. This is uh this is spurring Obi-Wan on to continue the fight with Darth Maul. Um, they even foreshadowed his death when he was like, when Anakin was like, I thought Jedi couldn't die. And he's like, if only that were true. <laughs> like he says that, then he gets killed. It's kind of like a on the nose foreshadowing, like his purpose is to die. So like I don't know, it, being, and that's something people forget, being a kid's movie, it is a kid's movie, in a, or a family movie at the very least. Like it's it's fine that it's on the nose and it's fine that there's an emotional tug. Um, so I guess I'd say it's a medium death. Yeah. Okay. It's not exactly good, which I think the parallel of, of Star Wars, the good, and, the dark side and the light side, I think it's the same with writing character deaths. There is no, you can go dark side, light side, but I think it's more of a continuum. I don't think it's hard and fast. All right, and then speaking of family Which could movies, probably be said about a lot of writing stuff. Yeah, true. My last example that I can think of is Sirius Black. 
good death, bad death, indifferent. I I don't know because it's again it's the focus is Harry Potter and it's definitely affects Harry Potter. There's no other narrative device or re- reason or need for him. But that's the or for his death. But at the same time, that's kind of how his character was in the first place. He was Harry's connection. Actually, yeah, I think it's a good death. He was Harry's connection to his past. He was, which which throughout up to this point has kind of been what's keeping him on the the straight and narrow. Like the, he's he's good and he's like he's a, avoiding his darker tendencies, which were Voldemort apparently inside of him. But at this point, he doesn't know that. He just knows he has darker tendencies. Um, and Harry's parents have always been a tie. They protected him when Voldemort came back at the mirror. Vera said, like, it's a big thing. So having Sirius Black, his his real connection, his godfather, die in front of him in a in a fight is like a I'd say that's a big thing. I'd say that's a, that's a good thing. I think that that fulfills its purpose of of separating Harry even more from his family and isolating him, which is a big thing he has to overcome in the story. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about it because he doesn't have all that much interaction with Sirius Black before he dies. I mean, there is there is connection there, but it's not like he actually went and lived with him like Sirius was like oh yeah you're gonna come live with me and you're not gonna go back to your horrible aunt and uncle and it's not like they knew each other for years and years and then he dies um Mm -hmm. so i don't know that it emotionally does what it sets out to do but you're right in the fact that he's kind of just there to help harry explore who his family is Yeah, I, I definitely felt sad because it wasn't he was losing something he had. It was he was losing something he was excited to get finally. But he was losing an opportunity for something he never had. So that's why it was definitely sad for me. Um, Dobby's death, I cried at. <laughs> I don't know if Dobby's death is a good or bad one, but it definitely tugged at the heartstrings more than Sirius Black for sure. Not that Sirius Black wasn't serious. His, his death wasn't serious. Um, S-E. <laughs> um, but Dobby's was definitely more, which I think was the point was it talks about the heartstrings. Yeah. Can you think of any other examples before we finish up? Um, I don't know. I feel like we could talk about this forever. Definitely... If we want to go into Game of Thrones, it's probably a whole other episode because there's plenty yeah, of deaths in that. Yeah, there's, there's a reason bad. I didn't even bring up Game of Thrones. That's yeah. its own. <laughs> Game of Thrones deaths needs to be its own episode. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about Tracy's death enough last episode uh, from How Much Your Mother. So, I, yeah, I mean, there's there is definitely plenty of other deaths that we can go into, but um, we're I feel like we're just going to circle back to it's kind of a situational thing just don't make it so that um, it's just to make someone sad. <laughs> like the, respect the character. I think that's 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 the hard and fast rule. <laughs> respect the character. Respect the character. Respect the character enough that their death isn't something that's just to make someone sad. And if it, if it is to make someone sad, it has to be sadness in like 
of such narrative importance like like Harry or like Katniss where it's it's not just sadness it's sadness for something for for an arc not just to make them do something yeah talking about respecting the character um and making sure their sadness like any sadness that comes from it isn't just a driving force to do an action but an actual narrative arc I think is is very important um so having the death mean something to the story not just to the characters that, that they died with or not just for us yeah it's a perfect place to end yeah great sentiment <laughs> all right well we hope you've enjoyed this please like our social media plot points with amanda and christian on facebook and uh plot points ac on instagram uh we put lots of cool things on there so please click follow and enjoy and we'll see you in the next episode bye